0: This is Bartcast. You ain't nothing but a
1: hound dog. It's stupid, i dog.
0: You ain't nothing but a hound dog. It's stupid, i dog.
1: You can wag your tail, but I ain't gonna feed you no more.
0: Bartcast deals with just about everything dog related dog obedience, training, health, owning a dog dog behaviour and care and nutrition. Each week your questions will be answered by professional senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell, a professional member of the IACP, a registered evaluator with the American Kennel Club and has trained thousands of dogs across a variety of disciplines. Hi, Russell. How's your week been here at K Nine Point Academy?
1: It's been good, Jay. Thank you very much.
0: One of the emails that we've had come in um, asked a question about separation anxiety. So um, forgive me here. You're going to have to explain this one to me because I'm not 100% sure what they mean by this.
1: OK, um, separation anxiety is a very overused and misunderstood term. Um, and there's actually the separation anxiety and also what we call isolation anxiety. And they're two slightly different things. Um, Generally speaking, the way it's used is, I leave the house, my dog whines or barks, I come home and my dog is super excited to see me. So people read into that, that my dog was suffering from separation anxiety because I left and they lost their minds. For, I would argue, 90 plus percent of cases, 95 plus percent, it's not true separation anxiety. The dog is reacting to our cues, which we are subtly reinforcing, but they're not truly suffering from a, a high level of anxiety. So if you're coming home and the dog has genuinely destroyed the house, they've attacked the doors and windows and chewed things to pieces, soiled themselves, made mess all over the place, then yes, I would suggest that your dog might be suffering from some form of separation anxiety. For the most part, and it happens within the sort of first 20 or 30 minutes that the dog's going to peak in any sort of anxious state, um, and then it's just going to tail off and the dog's likely to settle down. And depending on the dog, that window could be, yes, 20, 30 minutes. It could be 20, 30 seconds. So for the, it all comes back to what we're reinforcing and what behaviors that we're after. Dogs are masters of body language. So, And you've probably seen this with your own dog. There'll be times when you've gone through your normal routine to get ready to leave and the dog hasn't moved. And there's been other times you've gone through your routine to leave. In your mind, maybe even just thinking, hey, maybe I'll take the dog with me. And as you're going through the routine the dog's bouncing up around you and they're super excited you've not said anything to the dog you've not given them any clues i've not picked up the leash the dog just seems to know and it's just that subtle subtle difference in our body language is um, tuning them in on top of that also a lot of the time when we're leaving we draw a lot of attention to that particular scenario so you know the dog's you know wagging its tail you know barking we all oh, the dogs really stressed out that we're leaving it's okay, Fido. It's okay. You know, don't worry. I'm going to be back. I'm coming home soon. And you know, as we're walking out, don't worry, don't worry. I'll be back. I'll be back. So we're feeding all of this attention to the dog and then the dog's mind are kind of thinking, Oh, something seems to be happening here. I wonder if I should get anxious or interested in this and we're driving energy and emotion to the dog. And they're thinking, Oh yeah. Okay. We should be stressed about this. Yeah. 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 You should be stressed. Oh, okay. I'm stressed. Yeah. You, you should be stressed. So we're just driving that emotion and then we walk out the door and the dog's like, well, hang on a minute, what's going on? So, and if that's a continual picture that we're constantly creating on a daily, if not multiple times per day basis, it just becomes learned to the dog that when you walk out that door, it's a stressful time.
0: I'm not 100% sure, and I'll be honest with you, of of what the anxiety means. Mm Mm-hmm so what anxiety is and what the dog goes through so so when you say anxiety is that the dog just going a bit crazy going a bit bonkers or being scared or so what, what do you actually mean by the anxiety
1: okay I'm, I'm going to back this back to you think of it in, a, in terms of children um, young babies and kids if you were out with your kids in you know Central Festival walking around and you just walked off I mean at this age they probably wouldn't care but when they were super super young what would be the likely response from the kids they'd be crying you know where's mummy where's daddy screaming shrieking what have you obviously depending on the individual the levels are going to vary but the if they are of a um if they're predisposed to being a bit sort of nervous and unsure in themselves then it's not going to take them very long to freak out and that freaking freaking out might um exponentially grow until you either come back or they're taken to you it's the same with a dog so as soon as you walk out the door i'm on my own um what's going on i've never done this before
0: so should you then have a routine for leaving the dog alone and, and go yeah, through the no, same different process of, right, so I put your your bowl here, your water here, your t- chew toy here, et cetera, if you, if you see what I mean.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, again, dogs need consistent routine for them to really um, thrive in life. If the routine is all over the shop, they're going to be all over the shop as well. So A, having a consistent routine with it. B, also, yes, absolutely, getting them used to particular processes. If the dog is always freaking out as you're leaving to go to work, um, then replicate that particular scenario over and over again. So it's a Saturday. I'm not going to work today. I'm going to stay at home all day with the dog. No, just leave. Not for very long. Walk out the door, come back. Walk out the door, walk around the block, come back. Go through the motions. And at the same time, I'm not going to drive all the energy to the dog. See you later, Rover. I'm going and just walk out, come back. The dog's losing its mind. It's super excited. I'm going to disengage. So I'm not reacting to your anxiety. I'm not reacting to your um, being super, super excited. What I'm going to react to is the dog being calm and present in the moment. So I'm rewarding those particular behaviors and showing them that me walking out the door, it's no biggie. I'll come back. It might be a few seconds. It might be a few minutes. And generally speaking, in terms of if we were dealing with a, what I would quote the true separa- separation anxiety term, it's just all we're looking to do is work with being, away from the dog for a few seconds to a few minutes and then obviously two hours and so forth
0: and, and should you put your dog in a room in a crate in the garden what's kind of the, the the thinking behind all those
1: so as a general rule um and again if i'm starting with a puppy blank slate i would definitely advise people to do some crate training a it teaches the dog it's really helpful with house training um which is always a plus when you've got puppies in the house number two
0: it sorry can I, why is that what's because there's one thing we, we actually haven't ever talked about um, house training, and maybe we should do that and we should write it down for another podcast, but why does being in a crate help with that?
1: Um, to, to answer the quick point, A, dogs are clean animals. They tend not to want to make a mess where they sleep. Um, we, could, we could go down the rabbit hole of that another day, but as a general rule, sure, they won't want to make a mess where they sleep. So if they're stuck in a crate, they're more likely to whine and bark and say, hey, can you let me out so I can go and pee? As opposed to I'm asleep in the living room, I'll just walk up, walk into that corner and make a mess and then go sleep somewhere else. So number two, it helps the dog understand about being truly on their own. So I'm on my own in this crate. Yeah, I've got my blanket, I've got my toy, but I'm on my own. I'm not constantly surrounded by people. Um, So they just learn over time that being on my own is a totally normal thing. It happens. And so obviously as the dog gets older and they are now free and around about the house, when we're leaving, they know what this picture looks like.
0: One of the old wives tales that I've heard when you leave your dog at home is to leave part of your clothing or something that smells of you with the dog. Is that something or is that an old wives tale?
1: Uh, A little bit of both. Um, And again, in having the resort here, people will sometimes bring a blanket from home. Um, It's got the smells of the dog. The dog knows it. It's a familiar smell. Whereas coming into a new place is completely unfamiliar. So it does bridge that particular gap. If you're at home again you know if i've just got the dog in today or within the last few days it's still a brand new environment so whether there's you know something that you've got that's of yours that it maybe knows and connects with i i would suggest that there's no harm in doing it um with the exception of you know if the dog you know rips your t-shirt apart i wouldn't give it your best one
0: (laughs) do dogs have toys that they have to be with all the time now I'm trying to explain this now. Some children and, and mine don't, which is good. Have a, a certain teddy bear, and if they lose that teddy bear, oh my god, yeah, yeah, no. life goes crazy. And some parents would buy two just in on case. Certain table, just in case. Do dogs have the same thing? Yeah, um,
1: y- yes, and you've kind of answered your own question, actually. So it's you know some kids do, some kids don't. Some dogs do, some dogs don't. Um, I've got clients that will tell you that dog just cannot be without this teddy bear. It just carries it around the house endlessly, constantly. Um, other dogs just really couldn't give a toss about toys in general so it really just does depend and for to go back to your earlier point as to whether there are things that you could leave with a dog when we were going out or if we're leaving a dog at a a resort or something then yeah I would use that particular toy because they obviously really like it it's a it's a comfort blanket if I'm going to put a dog in a crate because I'm going out for a couple of hours I'll put the toy in there with him okay Um, so in summary so again the, the key thing is Separation anxiety as a term um, is very overused and, and classically misunderstood. It usually comes from the, the 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 point of my dog whined or seemed to be upset or crying as I was leaving, and we 've generally reinforced it from there so true separation separation anxiety is quite a uh, problematic issue uh, and you'll notice it because there'll be problems when you come home as in you know devastated house and what have you. If you are having particular issues on that side or you're not sure, I would definitely get in touch now. Um, Even if it's just a case of double checking that everything actually is fine, you're better off erring on the side of caution with this particular thing.
0: Cool. Thank you very
1: much, Russell. Thank you.
0: If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long-term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.